0: previously on the archives so i guess that was the question of what do you guys what do you guys want to do right now what plan is formulating? relating
1: my brain wants answers so my brain says the only person who we know where they are and are in close proximity to us is charlotte
2: the one person we've access to right now is charlotte so let's go hunt down some answers shall we
0: I have no idea what you're playing at, but you cannot go around telling people that their parents are dead, especially when know nothing about their history. If this is a crude joke, then fine. Make a joke about it. But don't- don't come to me assuming- don't come to me saying these things. It's not funny.
1: Your brother's the one who stole my memory, so I'm sorry if I'm pissing you off. What are
0: you even talking about? You can't just go around saying that people stole- You're not making any sense.
1: Has your family told you anything about this town? Anything about the weirdness?
0: Why would you care to know?
1: Because it seems like you're acting as though you know nothing about what's happened in this town, when your family has a lot to do with it, every single member of it.
0: And you see, as she keeps on talking, the glow around her gets intense and you start to see the same thing occur on um, on Matt and some of it on you, Fanny, you start, uh, not Fanny, um, Audrey, you start to get a small headache, and as she keeps on talking, all three of you feel so lonely. Like, you have no one, you have nobody in your life. Like, everyone you've talked to is gone, and it's the fact that you're just waiting through life with nothing to look forward to, and it just keeps growing the more she talks.
3: Matt's just gonna, like, shove her.
0: So you touch her, so you, like, go- you basically shove her. As that happens, as that happens, you, like, make contact with her, you fall. And you see Charlotte just stands there, and she looks at you, Fanny, and she's just sobbing. And her eyes are still glowing white, and she just says, I
3: don't don't know what I'm doing, I don't know what I'm... And
0: then she falls. So, Matt, you find yourself back in that place. This time, as you're floating, you see... The same child again. She's not part of this. She's never been. If anything, she's as confused as you are. Please help her.
3: How do we get out? Because last time, you, points to small child, got me out, but I don't. How do we leave? Because we should probably go back, right?
0: You see, he reaches a hand out slowly and he kind of, like, puts a small hand on your chest. And you see it, like, solidifies a little bit. He just looks at you and he says, I haven't been able to go back in so long. I'm not sure where the door is, but I think you can make one. You shouldn't be here yet. Now's not the time, and you have a much bigger role to play. Okay, I'm starting my recording. So, hi guys, welcome back to episode 25 of our game.
2: Hmm. Time has definitely passed, guys. So much time has passed, you don't even know.
0: So much time. It's, listen, months, maybe even years have gone by at this point. Um, Yeah, welcome back to our game of Tales of the Loop.
3: I don't even know if I know these people anymore.
0: <laughs> Who are you? Who um, are you? I am your host, Ruben, um, joined today by West playing as uh, Matt... Amelia playing as Audrey and Kat playing as Fanny. So We forgot to do points. We'll do it after we'll do it after this episode. By the way, for the audience, we forgot to level up again.
2: We keep forgetting to level up essentially.
3: It'll be fine. We don't need it.
2: But we just
1: okay.
3: We can't die. You can't die. You can only get broken.
1: <laughs> so ominous. <laughs> you can only
0: get broken.
1: It's fine. It's totally fine. We're not gonna die. No, we're not!
0: No, death is too good. Listen, if you die, then what's the point?
2: Death is too good for the likes of you. <laughs> death
0: is too good. So, time has passed, obviously. Um, you guys have all gone back to, like, the main group of people. It's It's been, like, very quiet again, kind of like what I mentioned two episodes ago of like nobody really knows what to do right now the social order I guess quote-unquote of where people normally sit has kind of been disrupt seeing as everyone's afraid at the moment um, and what's worse actually is the fact that Fanny because of the rumor that crystal kind of told you and that uh charlie kind of told you a lot of people especially with the events of last night are being more wary of you um including your friends actually who are trying to distance themselves a lot more you see that one of them rebecca kind of like looks at you very scared of the fact that like maybe some like maybe if she's next to you she'll be the next one to end up like me or something like that um but you guys kind of all go through this like weird haze of like no one around you really recognizes what's happening, and no one can really put their finger on it. So you're just kind of stuck in this like perpetual state of being, like the only people who really know what's happening. So you're kind of relying on each other for support, but also like you know this is not going to go unseen by a lot of people. And eventually, um, lunch, uh, dinner time kind of rolls around at like around four ish, and that goes about as as well expected as any dinner could have really gotten again a lot of people quiet not a lot of chatting um and eventually you see the um the teachers are kind of like talking in their little table uh kind of hunched over you see that one of the one of your teachers has actually been crying a little bit her face is a little bit red her um her uh, eyes a bit like puffy um she looks like she's been having like a very rough day and as you're kind of like there i guess eating um not even really like aware of the fact that you're eating it's just kind of making sure your body's going like is okay um and like every now and again checking like across from you and like into the woods and stuff like that on the edge of like the property just to make sure that nothing's following you Um, especially considering the conversation you had with uh, charlotte and the fact that you could be potential beacons um you uh all kind of see charlotte comes Almost seemingly out of nowhere from the like main building, uh, walking very very fast. You haven't you kind of haven't seen her for the last like two hours or so, um, which is you hope is a good thing. You aren't entirely sure. Um, but she looks disheveled, and you see that as she's kind of coming into the main group, like folding into the main group again. Um, can all of you roll me a, um. Yeah, can all of you rule me a comprehend,
3: I'll say. And you need two successes. Oh boy, this is not gonna go well. <laughs> that's not gonna happen. I, is, so we have to subtract one because of the condition, right? Correct.
0: Cause you have to subtract one because of your condition.
3: Four dice.
2: I have
0: two successes, is that enough? Yeah, that's literally it. Okay, cool. I, uh,
1: I had three dice. Guess how many successes I got? Two. One two two the exact number we need
2: <laughs> nice job nice job nice job
1: that's hilarious i was like no i'm not gonna get it there's no way i'm getting it
3: damn it i got one i feel like this is not the time in, in which i need to spend a luck point so i i only got one
0: all right um so so matt you're not really paying attention to anything that's kind of happening right now or at least not on the charter you're still processing the fact that you got told by you think a dead kid that you're not crossing crossing over. I don't know, man. It's it's been a long day. <laughs> um and I guess uh, Audrey and Fanny, you guys are more o- aware of this and you kind of see as uh Charlotte's w- uh, walking up, um Crystal and Connie, two of the counselors, kind of walk past the table a little bit uh further off so are not really next to you. But you pick them you pick up like pieces of, the, of, of what they're talking to each other in like very low tones and you hear connie say I, I i don't know it's like they think that she maybe might have gone somewhere but they didn't really find anything to indicate that she left i think the last time anyone really saw her was like before lunch maybe everyone was going up into the main building but she, she couldn't have gone that far could she um and crystal replies i, I don't know but like we can't let anyone know obviously the teacher is trying to keep it a, a secret but if if she's not there where is she because she can't go far her arm is i mean you saw what her arm looked like what's she gonna do just, just nothing and no one just ups and vanishes like that and you see that they kind of they walk off very quickly and you catch that part of the conversation and charlotte quickly walks up sits down between uh fanny and audrey and puts her hands on the table like in a like like interlocking her fingers puts her hand like her elbows on the table and she just says okay so um hi guys how how are you do- how are you doing i'm great cool uh hey uh fanny and audrey can i can i talk to you and, and matt too i guess can, can i talk to y'all you, you three please for a second like right now
1: i uh, i guess what happened
0: you see she leans in close and kind of eyeing around making sure no one no one's listened she says mia's gone
1: Mia's gone.
0: Mia's gone. She's gone. I I don't know what happened. I went to the nurse's office, um, when I when I left you guys, and I looked through the window, and her arm was like glowing, like g- growing this like mushrooms and stuff like that, and then she glowed. She, she was glowing like us. I don't know. And, and what then, color
1: were the mushrooms? I d- d-
0: I don't, I don't know, they were like told to do like dark gray, it looked like they were dying, she, her arm, her arm was almost gone, and, and she made eye contact with me, she looked, she looked in pain, and then, and then she just, poof, she's gone, there was like a light, and then she, she just, she just left, and I, I don't know where she is, and I, I don't think the adults do either, and I don't think anyone else knows besides the counselors and the teachers.
2: Oh, no. That's not good.
0: This isn't good. If if Mia was the first person to kill, then what happens to everyone else who
1: starts glowing? I uh, don't know. A uh, quick question, Reuben. Um, about the mushrooms. Do they look like the mushrooms that were on that tree that we found near the dead body?
0: Um, Mia. Sorry, not Mia. Charlotte describes them as like this. Uh, as like um, basically, I think I'm pretty sure they're called boltus mushrooms. Let me. Yeah, boletus mushrooms, like the large ones that that look like um, the mushrooms you'd see in basically like Mario, something like that, and then it's like the flat ones. And the way she described them are like this veiny, almost dark green with like very pronounced undersides that's almost kind of glowing white and tealish, which is almost a, a perfect description of the of the ones you saw in the forest. Um, and she says, I I don't I don't know it, It's it's why did you do you
1: do you think that means anything? So when we were in the woods during, like, scavenging or something like that. No, this was actually after that. I I'm sorry. Um, we- we found a dead body, or at least parts of a dead body, and we found this woman's satchel. Her name was Matilda Hubbard. She worked at the Bravo facility, and with that, like, with- a, like, around her body, there were those mushrooms on a tree, and and I saw I saw the creature I saw some weird this weird black box kind of projection I saw it kill her so it makes me think that it really is in connection with that creature that that creature is the one that caused mushrooms to start growing out of her arm and i I guess either killed her, which I hope is not the case or maybe it took her i I don't know, but that's really strange. I've never heard of someone vanishing
0: you see she kind of lean um she kind of thinks about this for a second she says i don't necessarily i don't think that mia's dead i I don't really know how to explain it but i can still like hear her i guess
3: that's
1: odd it's really odd
2: like she's here i don't hear anything do i hear anything
0: (laughs) uh no you don't hear anything um charlotte goes on to explain i i don't i don't know it's it's something i've kind of been trying to i guess get a name for it. it's it's just i know i know what people are think like feeling i guess i don't know all i know is that everyone has a different thing about them you know it's almost like a tell i guess when someone's lying and stuff like that i can just tell if someone's here and i i, I didn't see mia there but i could still like i still know she's here like ghosts
1: well that's interesting
0: I mean, probably. I don't. I don't know. I never tried to figure it out. Honestly, I'm, I'm less inclined to believe it's ghosts.
1: With the weird science, the weird scientific things that go on in this town, I highly doubt it's ghosts. For one, it's probably something in relation to those stupid coils. Ugh, those things.
2: So, like echoes of what they were, like like imprints of people.
1: Well, I mean, if you think about Sean, I mean, we don't even know what could happen to this world.
2: Yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess.
0: What, what exactly do you guys know about coils? I I kind of heard some of the gist of it, but it seems like there's more to what you've experienced
1: than I know. So far, I think we only know about the existence of three coils. But with this creature, I can't rule out the possibility that they were experimenting with uh, i i i think this is too far of a stretch but they could have been trying to to mix biological and mechanical things
2: they were absolutely trying to mix biological and mechanical i just don't know how the coils fit into that cuz they're not they're not fully mechanical either they're weird
1: but but they have they have mechanical elements
2: yeah i wonder if they did it first with that and then they tried to do it on living things
3: what
0: do the coils look like?
2: I believe I have a drawing of one in my journal.
0: Uh, let's, for convenience' sake, let's hope you do.
2: <laughs> <laughs> plot for plot reasons, I have a drawing of the of the number two coil. I think.
1: Yeah, I don't even remember what they look like.
0: And that basically, like, like, like cylinders with large, like, circles above and like a power button. Um, I'll say you have a, a drawing of it because you've seen it more at this point. But she, she kind of looks and she says, um. Okay. And you said that Carrick had one on him?
1: Yep. That's what Matt said. Now I don't know myself.
0: Wait, what? Matt saw Carrick and she turns to you? Where, where did you see him? I thought I thought he was back home. I saw Carrick.
1: <laughs> okay. It was not, Am I incorrect? That's the whole reason why we got our memories back is because he described who that person was. Mm-hmm. Okay, then I'm not incorrect. Uh... Carrick is- is the- is the boy that Matt saw in the void.
3: But- but he spoke to- we're talking to Charlotte, right? Sorry, I I got distracted. Okay, but he spoke to you in the void. Yeah.
1: Apparently- apparently I was there too, and I don't remember seeing Matt either. No,
3: when Charlotte and I were both in the void, he spoke to Charlotte. But I- what-
0: uh, what did he look like?
2: Like your brother? I guess
1: he was a little boy, right? He was a little—he was a younger version of Carrick, right?
0: Oh my fucking god! Okay, well, I guess I guess you're not the only people he's been manipulating. Then that's not the Carrick I remember. Carrick isn't anywhere here. He's back in—he's back at home. He—he doesn't—he doesn't start school for a while,
1: and well, there was also another Carrick. I don't remember how old he looked exactly, but he was definitely our height.
0: He would have been my age. We're, we were born in the same day.
1: Wait, was he was he taller than us or like our age?
0: He was like your age.
1: I mean, he looked about our age and there was a Carrick who was in person. He, I could touch him with my own hands. He's the one who stole our memories with uh, the number three coil. Now, apparently, before we met up with you, I had a weird vision and Matt also apparently had a vision, and in that vision, Matt saw me, and then Matt saw Carrick. Now, Matt at the time did not know what was Carrick, he just thought it was a little boy. A five-year-old boy, which is not the Carrick that I remember. But the number three coil, that that's <laughs> thats what sealed the deal.
0: Ken, Fanny, can you roll me an empathize? And you need one success.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh Six dice minus one is five dice. Nope. nope. We're doing it again. <laughs> Luck point, please help me. So that's one.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, you feel like so the same kind of feeling of of that she kind of projected, I guess, of like being of 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 a, a, like being alone. You kind of get that same sensation, although it's not this like it's not as amplified as when she was fully having an outburst but um you think there are cracks in what she's remembering because she she seems to be figuring out some things right now and she says i remember when we were five garrick got sick or something and i don't exactly know what that was but my dad took him to a hospital and maybe two months later he came back he was okay and life kind of went on but there was always something off about him
1: did uh did Carrick ever get injured after that
0: I, I don't I don't know he every I um I mean I, I think he did but
1: and did he seem to grow like a normal child would
0: I don't know but 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 that That wouldn't explain- I- so- so-
2: I think- I think you have your memories messed with. Just like us. That would make sense why she doesn't know anything. Because there's no way they'd be able to hide it.
1: That- that would make a lot of sense. I mean... If I'm being perfectly honest, I don't- I don't like- I don't
0: like this at all. You see her hands are trembling.
1: Charlotte, I apologize. For springing on stuff that you probably aren't going to be able to handle there there there's a lot there's a lot that you don't know, and if you don't want to know anymore, and you just want to you know go on
2: having a normal life
1: I don't know, not remember I'll probably allow you to do that again, but if you want to find out the truth with this, you can
0: god i don't I don't think I can at this point I mean we'll just I, I think I'm Going to have to confront this, anyways. I just, God.
1: I I don't think you should confront your family. <laughs> I'm don't. sorry.
2: I don't think you should. There.
1: I don't think that's smart.
0: Well, of course, duh. I don't, I I don't I don't really trust my dad. I don't think I have for a while. But it that's not the point. My my point is, if you both saw Carrick here, then what does that mean for the Carrick I know back home? Because I I think he's still my brother, but. It, but what about the-
1: I, I don't think it- it wasn't a physical form. No, he's-
2: from what it seems like, he's using the coil again to- or another coil or something else to project or contact. What did he say to you guys? Did he say anything specific?
0: I think that'd be a Matt question.
2: Matt? Did- didn't Carrick say anything specific? Like anything that stood out?
3: Well, let's see. Um... I already told you what he said the first time I was in the void. This time, um, he talked to Charlotte. I don't know what he said to her because I couldn't hear it. He said, um, I asked why I felt so lonely. Why, like, when I touched Charlotte, I felt so lonely. And he said that she shouldn't bottle things up. And it felt like he was sort of insinuating that she was the reason why I was there. But that could be me reading into things um he also said uh he seemed confused as to why I was there like how he could interact with me I don't know that's all I got oh wait other thing he said um uh he said everybody changed in some way uh some people for the worst um but yeah he just said twice actually that all of us got changed so including Charlotte
2: yeah that's not good
1: can we call him Tiny Carrick for right now? Because I think he, uh, we're getting mixed up between which Carrick is which.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah, Tiny Carrick. I okay. So, so here's here's what I'm thinking is that thing clearly probably has Mia somewhere. All I know is that Mia's here. Some I think I. Did. Mia's alive. We'll say that for better or for worse. I don't know where she is. and I don't think the adults do, and. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to bet that whatever you guys found is probably going, it's probably important in some ways because this we don't, do you know anything about just what's in there? Do you even know what's causing it? Do you know why it was, what's, how to stop it? What's happening? Because I think, the you know, way we're going to help anyone is figuring out how to stop this from happening. And maybe if we do that, we can figure out why tiny Carrick called, I, I guess, talk to you guys. What did he say to you? He just kept on saying he was sorry.
2: <sighs> I don't like this. We don't have... I don't know. We don't know how to stop that thing. I don't even know if we can. We haven't had much luck in the past stopping anything relating to this. They just kind of do what they want.
1: I think if we're going to find any answers, and I don't want to admit this, I really don't. We're going to have to go to the village. Or we're going to have to go to the facilities themselves and i know that that thing's probably hunting around there and it's probably really angry and confused but i think i think if we're actually going to figure out what's happening here and maybe even i i i'm I hesitant to say this but possibly stop that thing we're going to have to go there now i don't think we're going to be able to go there in the in in the in the daytime unfortunately the adults are now probably on even higher alert now that a student has gone missing after having that happened to them so unfortunately. I think our only bet is to go in the cover of night. And if we were in a horror movie right now, I would be yelling at myself for suggesting this.
3: I would like to. It. I would like to stop it from hurting people. I don't know if I necessarily want to find it. That just happens to be a necessary step.
1: I want to find it too. I also want to have my life still intact.
3: Yeah, but what else can we do? We can't really
0: stay back here. It, it, I mean, it's clear that the answers are somewhere back, somewhere there, and I I don't know about you guys, but I want to find it.
2: I I don't want to die, but if we're gonna look, we can at least do. I don't. Advanced scouting is not not the right term, but but we can. The letter I read mentioned, and the the blueprints I found and everything else in the journal mentioned pathways like underground tunnels from the abandoned town to the abandoned facilities so there's they might extend out here and to the cabin so if we can find
1: wait 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 there's a cabin
2: yeah the there's a letter it mentioned a a cabin did i not tell you
1: i i i might have just goofed like my my brain my memory there's a lot of things happening recently um i told you that i saw a cabin right a cabin that said, uh, uh, Ruben, help me. What did it say?
0: <laughs> oh, no, the cabin said nothing. You saw the cabin, and then you, the first thing you saw was you saw the cabin decrepit, and then it got swooped into another place, um, and you saw, and when you were going past, you saw a sign that said Elm Hill, and then I believe you came back to the void, um, but you did see a cabin.
1: Okay. I I don't know if I told you guys this, but, uh, in that vision thing that apparently Matt and I somehow shared, I don't even know, I, uh, I, I, I think I saw that cabin, and I also saw a sign called Elm Hill.
2: Yeah, that's, that's the, that's the name of the town. That, that was abandoned. It was a, it was where everybody who worked at the Bravo facilities lived. Except, I guess, the people who lived in the cabin.
1: That's great. Well, I know what it looks like now.
2: Do you know where it is,
1: Uh Ruben? Do I know where it is roughly? Like how I? Uh, huh?
0: You see, you see, sure. Okay, so I'll answer this actually. Sure. Um, you see, Shirley kind of um, listens to it. She says, "Okay, wait. What? What exactly did you guys find? Can I see?"
2: Yeah, I'll make sure there's nobody else paying attention to us, and then I'll pull out my my journal and I'll, you know, look at. I'll open up to the to the sketch of the map I made, and I say, "I have I have the other stuff back back at my stuff because it's 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 more more delicate." But there, there's there's a there's the there's the camp and then there's the lake and then there's the town over here and it's all abandoned and and then
0: um you see charlotte says okay so i'm assuming that that town is probably where the the um what's it called elm hill is right so then if that's probably the cabin and then maybe that's the Bravo facilities I mean, from what I can see right now, it does. It it looks a pretty good distance away.
2: Mhm. hmm Yeah. It's it's far, but they mentioned that the tunnels ran to connect all those three places. I I can't imagine that they don't run this way, or the creature couldn't have dug more towards the people.
0: But those, but those tunnels were were like railways, and I mean, right now it looks like they only had one underneath them. I think it was the facilities in Elm Hill. Maybe, maybe if we if we can get to the cabin, we might have an easier time going to the other places. Because it looks like those three are interconnected. I'm not even sure if the camp was around when all this was being built.
2: Mm-hmm. No, I, I, I don't think it was. But it, it's if if it's if the monster wants everybody away from it, it needs a way to get here to chase people off, right? If if you had if you were human or had thoughts, that's what you would do, right?
0: I
1: think, I think it
0: feels, but I don't think it's human.
2: <laughs> I think it's smart enough to be human.
1: Do you think that thing's human?
2: It's definitely not
1: human. After having watched it literally kill somebody, I don't think that that thing is human, and I I don't I have this weird pull of I don't know if it's 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 you know if it's good or bad which i I don't even know what that concept really means now after all of this complicated stuff
0: well either way i think we might i think the cabin might be a priority then i mean i don't really want to have to walk that far to the facilities anyways and i mean cabin's still far away but i think that's within walking distance especially if we left after the curfew
1: There's no way a counselor is letting us in in the woods, not after what happened to Mia, and you know that.
2: Well, what I was thinking is we can go during the day. We can try and get a counselor to come, you know, let's go exploring.
3: I mean, they won't let us, but we can just leave without them seeing us.
1: I think we have to go at night, and I don't want to go at night, but I think we have to go at night, because otherwise they're not going to let us out. It's easier to go unnoticed in the cover of night than it is to run through the woods in the day. You know that I and Adri are not stealthy people.
3: So what's the plan? Wait for everyone to fall asleep and then sneak out.
1: I think they come and check on us at 9, right?
3: Yeah, I
2: I can't vouch for my ability to sneak out of camp, but conceivably it could be easy if they're all
1: distracted with everybody else.
0: They come and check on us at 9. If we give it around, like, 30 minutes or so, we can probably get out pretty easily.
1: Also, because our tents are, like, kind of canvassy, material, you can actually, like, literally shimmy out the back of it without, like, someone seeing you. Because you don't have to go out the front door, basically. Because there really isn't a door.
0: Are you saying you've sneaked out of your your tent before? It's only- we've only been here for three days.
1: I mean, it's- mm, I don't have to explain everything.
0: Fair. Okay, in that case, why don't we get things ready then so we don't have to worry about the dirt when when we have to, and then I guess we can meet, like, at at the edge of the woods and then go over the bridge and to the cabin, I guess. Well, I guess, um, I guess I'll see you guys later then. Um, You see that she gets up and kind of looks at each of you, solemnly nods, and then uh, walks off in the direction of her tent. Hi guys, we've been with a quick update before we get to the rest of the episode. So you might be noticing that this episode's coming out way later than the others, and that is because I have been stressed out and dealing with things for the past three weeks, which has not been fun. I would not recommend being stressed. It sucks. I also would not recommend dealing with finals week, but it's kind of necessary seeing as it's part of my grade so yeah i've had to deal with that for the past three weeks uh hasn't given me a lot of time to edit episodes but we're getting back on track we will be releasing them hopefully in a regular schedule again if not uh oh boy we will finish the season at some point that's that's all i can tell you but yeah just a a quick update on that because it's this episode i think is like three weeks late now which i uh, who who boy uh really it to perspective how much work i need to do catching us up but um yeah just wanted to update guys update you guys on that um and that we will be back on track and everything will be a-okay hopefully from now on we're still like working out the logistics of season two and beyond so don't don't worry about that but yeah i hope you guys enjoy the rest of the episode um make sure you guys uh follow us on spotify apple podcast now i believe or anywhere else that you listen to podcasts uh rating us would be super good um and recommending us to people who you think would like our podcast but yeah i hope you guys enjoy the rest of the episode and that you stay safe okay bye guys take care so how do you guys want to spend the rest of your night up until the uh What's it called? The nightly check-in.
2: I'm gonna... I'm gonna go pack a bag full of all my stuff and make sure I have extra batteries for my flashlight and um all my spray paint cans and maybe try and find a large stick or something. Something that looks like it might stand up to me smashing it against something. And then I'm gonna try to take a nap because I definitely don't want to be tired. And actually uh oh we should really make how how much time is left in the day
0: uh i mean that was like four so five i want to like yeah maybe like three more hours
2: does 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 making making a hideout does is that going to get rid of conditions
0: i mean i don't if you consider if you guys consider your hideout here to be the loft then you can just go there and talk for a while and I'll consider that your hideout and you can heal conditions
1: okay and maybe we spend a little bit of time doing that. Just because I don't think we want to be going into the woods with conditions. Because <laughs> we'll probably get more in the woods.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll turn to everybody and say, go, go, pack a, go pack a bag, go make sure you're ready, and then I, meet me in an hour at the, in the hayloft, and we can just make sure we're ready.
1: Sounds like a plan. Also, I I know that we all are in tents with other people. So make a convincing story like I'm gonna say I'm gonna go out and sneak out to go see a boy. That's gonna be my excuse. Go figure out an excuse to say to your uh tent mates so that they have a reason to, you know, think that you're leaving for that. I don't know.
3: Is are are is Matt how um is Matt in the same tent as Fanny or are we in different tents? <laughs>
1: I don't, I don't think we would be in the same tent, Matt.
0: know, <laughs> yeah, different tents.
1: But you could have the same convincing story. And then, uh, Audrey, you could say that as well. Or you could say you just want to go read a book in the moonlight. I don't know. <laughs> go look at the stars. You wanted to go look at the stars. I don't know.
0: After what happened, you want to go look at the stars? Yeah.
3: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's like, yeah, I'm just going to go stargazing after, you know, Mia got her and just had her arms necrotized
1: kind of convincing excuse. Um, also, Ruben, I don't know if this is going to affect anything at all. I am putting all of my stuff in the butterfly satchel. That's probably pretty decayed. But I'm doing that because I don't want to take any of Fanny's bags to make it look like she's leaving. You know what I mean? All right. Okay, so, yeah. Because Fanny's already going to get some kind of heat for the fact that we left in general. And so I don't want it to look like... She left and is not going to return, kind of thing, you know.
0: So in that case, um, I guess mark down what you guys are bringing with you because I feel like I, it might just be what's in your inventory. Unless there's something specifically you want me to know, you're bringing with you.
1: Um, yeah, kind of just what's in my inventory. Uh, compass. Uh, I guess I don't have that many stuff, that much stuff, in my inventory uh, that I like marked down. But like compass, first aid kit, magazine, book of secrets.
0: You're bringing your magazine. Satchel.
1: Yes, I'm bringing a magazine. Maybe I need to hit something with my magazine. I don't know. Roll it up and, you know, smack something. Um, it's
0: like, oh no, the monster's attacking. Time to read Vogue. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> ID card and then the black box. The broken black box. That's what I'm bringing.
0: The ID card? You're bringing that one?
1: Yeah. I, I think I have the ID card. I mean, just in case. I don't know.
0: Okay. You have no idea how big of a move that was uh oh Um, (laughs) Oh (laughs) i'm not gonna say if it's good or bad
2: um okay i'm bringing what's in my i'm bringing what's in my inventory which is uh my two-way pager um flashlight my notebook ball bearings and four cans of spray paint plus extra batteries if i can find them a big stick if i can um my plant slash nature book that i brought up um and then all the notes, blueprints, maps, et cetera, that we've found.
0: All right. And Matt?
3: All right. Uh, Matt's going to be wearing his running shoes. Um, he's going to have his head mounted, fla- head mounted flashlight and also his regular flashlight. He didn't bring any extra batteries because he didn't think of it. Um, he's going to bring his matches uh his first aid kit his water bottle and then a towel because who wants to be wet um and matt's probably gonna stick that in a backpack and like try to um like sort of push it slightly outside of the tent maybe in like the back so he can grab it but no one would see him leaving with it which is gonna play into his alibi
0: Alrighty, so then you guys get all these things ready you go up to the barn loft kind of like go over the fact that your plan is very 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 liable to get uh very stupid and potentially liable to get someone injured but like you know what live life on the edge i guess
1: we got two first aid kits it's fine
0: yeah if anyone if anyone starts bleeding we have a first aid kit if anyone gets (laughs) if anyone gets ripped in half we have a first aid kit it's all everything um no so you guys have 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 uh have a couple uh chats about that for like uh preceding hour and then eventually so yeah so all your conditions get removed um so have fun with that and um you all eventually split up go into your respective tents the teachers come in kind of make sure everyone's there uh you see that the counselors are also kind of helping with this and eventually once everyone's accounted for the counselors go back to their tents the teachers go back to theirs um and like most of the lights like the lanterns are kind of kept on just as a way of like making sure that you know people have line of case they need it and stuff like that um but you can see that like the tents have been rearranged a little bit so that they're closer to well not that yeah they've been arranged a little bit um so that it's easier for like someone to make a quick check-in of where everyone is at that time but uh time passes and eventually it hits around like nine thirty ish and Most of the people are kind of falling asleep. They don't really, you know, have the energy to do anything. They don't have a lot of, they don't have any technology with them, really. So they, the only thing they can do is go to bed. And the area gets, the campground gets very quiet. And all you can hear are the uh, animals of the night and the insects kind of, and the crickets uh, kind of chirping and singing in the darkness as I guess you all sneak out of your tents.
2: We're gonna we're gonna roll some sneak checks, aren't we?
1: We gotta roll sneaks.
0: Great. Yes, you are. I'll say because everybody's sleeping, you have, uh, you need one success.
2: Sneak is body. Oh, I have three dice. Here we go. Come on, two dice. Come on, my two dice. <gasps> I have one success. <laughs> the dice love me tonight. I also have
1: one success, the and dice I only tonight!
3: two dice. dice. <laughs> nice. Three successes.
0: My God, three? Yeah, of course you have three. You have six. Okay, so so then Matt has plus two to sneak. Then, uh two points you can use in sneak. um Okay, cool. So yeah, so you guys all successfully sneak out of your uh, sneak out of your tents and kind of meet up near the edge of the forest, right where you kind of went to go to the bridge when you guys were uh Went scavenging, um, and when you uh, all kind of meet up there, you see that Matt like kind of comes out of nowhere uh, at some at, at one point and you kind and fanny and audrey kind of get a little bit freaked out and then eventually you guys stand up for like five more minutes and you see charlotte comes running down from uh where her tent is um you see she's wearing basically long like trousers with uh running shoes a, a sweater and uh carrying like a small back she's like carrying a small backpack and um for some reason just like ha- has a bat um, frick? and she walks up to you guys. She says, um, I, thought was okay. Most people were, were sleeping. So I think that's good. Um, don't mind the bat. I got it from uh, here. I don't think they're going to miss it for a while. It's aluminum too. So, uh, if anything gets to us, we should be good. And she kind of <sighs> sized in it a little bit. Are you, are you guys ready?
3: Matt's going to like unzip his backpack, like put on his boxing gloves and be like, "Now nah, I'm ready.
0: Deck anything that comes ar- across your way. Hell yeah.
1: Andrea, are you ready?
3: Uh, I guess. I,
2: uh, yeah, let's do it, I guess. I guess we're going.
0: <laughs> all right, I guess we go west until we see a building. And with one final sigh and kind of glance back towards the camp, you all step through the threshold of the trees, walk along the path for where you went scavenging, across the bridge and, in- and enveloped by the darkness as the trees around you sway and the wind rustles and for a second you swear you hear footsteps other than your own and that is where we're going to end tonight's session
2: how
3: terrifying
2: oh good! oh good! oh good!